Haints and haints. 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 Haints that ain't. It's Dadgum Enriquez Review a Movie, Episode 34, Call of the Wild. Hello! Welcome to another episode of Dadgum Enriquez Review a Movie. I'm one of your co-hosts, Gordon Enriquez Strickler. And I'm the other co-host, Luke Dadgum Petri. Oh, yeah. Here at Dadgum Enriquez, we go out, we have a movie. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> every time. <laughs> we enjoy a movie, we have some dinner, we come back, um, then we go to work the next few days, and then we come back, and then we record said movie, uh, yep. maybe multiple, maybe one, um, just mix it up all the time. And I think that's all I have to say. It's a very good time. It's a very good time. We have fun doing this. I still feel we like. do have fun doing this. Um, it's it. We went on a little lull. Yeah. Have we have we had an episode that we have not had fun? Yes. Which one? Um, Twilight. That nah, that was a lot of fun doing <laughs> that one. But still, that was fun. <laughs> um, yeah. So we do this. This is a review show. We're going to be talking about the movie in depth and things about the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie, uh, go see it. Read a book, something, and uh, come back and check in on this. Before we go down this path, though, I want to make a small complaint about something from dinner tonight that I just need to get off my chest. Let's hear it. Okay. So I feel like uh, I get the whole strategy to make more money from places, but I really, really hate that restaurants haven't adapted to the fact that there are four of us at the table, so they bring five pieces of the appetizer. Yes. Or if there's six people at the table, that they bring five pieces of the appetizer. Like, I get that there's a cost thing, but come on, you should be able to adapt on the fly. Yes. It just puts everyone in that weird position at the end, which is like, who, wants who gets the last one? And then it's a mashed potato ball. So, like, when you split it, it's like you have one piece and 37 smushed pieces. Yeah. And it's like, how do you, you can't gracefully eat that. I got, I got a smushed one tonight. Yeah, you did. Uh, there's there's uh, ways to get around that. How? Order more? Yes. Because if you take that from a mathematical perspective, and God almighty, I already hate myself for this, we'd have to get like four of those before things would balance out. What? Okay, but... What? Yeah, see? What if you have yeah, a group but, of 12, but, are you expecting to yeah. order one at the same price and then bring out 12? No, but I feel like they should just switch to an each cost. Why don't they just... Why don't we just say the thing that would be nice is if they put on the menu how many of the particular item are included in that appetizer. That also is a fantastic idea. I also wish that they just were like, oh, this was a little bit smaller, so we'll give them an extra. Because Gordon and I uh, recently... Flew um, back from Tulsa. Tatum had a, an incredible expo that we almost said on the on the podcast. But anyway, we were we got went to. Um, I like Popeyes. how you say we almost said it. We <laughs> actually said it, and we actually said oh, we did. you That's can't right. hear about this. You won't hear about it until it's already That's over. It and it came and it out was, four days before. It was a lot. <laughs> so yeah. That's funny. But anyway, okay. Anyway, we went to Popeyes and ordered a three piece or four piece. It was a three piece. It chicken was a tender. three piece chicken tender basket. And we got eight pieces. Eight pieces oh of God. eight pieces of chicken, a biscuit, and, and some fries and that we fries. were trying to eat in seven and a half minutes. And we nailed it. And it was it. boiling hot. It was so warm. But we did it. You can take food onto the plane. Oh, really? Oh. That is an option. Well, ah. I just burnt all the skin off my no, tongue for nothing. We were, like, hurry, hurry. <laughs> we were slamming that thing. Don't you remember when we saw that woman one time eating, literally had a gallon size Ziploc bag 
of Ew. pancakes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh. And she started just pulling out and eating cold she did. pancakes yeah, cold at, on yeah. the airplane. Yeah, I do oh, remember that. No, we, we did know that. We were just kidding. We didn't sit by each other on the plane. No. Uh, so oh, so let's talk about planes. So another complaint. Uh, if you're an airline, oh. and let's say you're going to allow babies, What's which you should, and let's say food? the babies are very gassy, Oh, let's not cut off the air conditioning also. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't think of a more nightmarish scenario than that. That poor baby. I thought you were going to complain that they started making you pay to pick seats, which is super dumb. Well, I'm just I'm, I'm just, just applauding saying. every decision they, they make to collapse their own industry. I can't wait till they're bankrupt. Which, the airline industry? Yeah. They won't go bankrupt. They will. There'll be teleportation or something like that. That'll take them totally out. <laughs> <laughs> we're just on the brink of Flying it. cars, <laughs> super trains, like... Super right trains there. would be cool. The, the fast trains. Bullet trains. Yeah. An option, that, bullet trains. That, I feel like that's the only almost real option. Is a a flying train. cars aren't off the table. Those would have too much regulation. Yeah. Well, that's just because we allow our government to exist. Well, they're not going to be able to go as fast yeah. as a plane. Yeah. So I can't believe we still be. have a government. No, after. come on. Okay, seriously. Like, this is... Okay, we're doing this. We're doing this. We'll get to the movie in a second. I hate... I hate... I've... So I watched something many years ago, and by many years ago I mean like three years ago. Yeah. It was uh, it was on A and E maybe. It was about the Unabomber. It had the guy who played oh, okay. Robert Goldwatt in Avatar, whatever his name was. What was okay. his name? Shakaya Shakua. Who cares? Whatever. No, Doesn't matter. It was uh, it was very very good. But there's this whole monologue about the fact that like we're becoming conditioned sheep. Like if you're in the middle of the night, let's say it's two thirty in the morning, you pull up to a red light and you stop and you sit there for two minutes waiting for it to turn green. Like why are you doing that? There is absolutely no reason for you to do that. There's no justification for you to do that. It's why I've started running red lights. And by like, there's a monologue it, about this, he means it's actually an excerpt from the Unibobber's manuscript. <laughs> or, I mean, uh, manifesto. Manifesto. <laughs> and yeah, so he, that's right. I'm you, not saying the guy's Mr. right. Gordon I'm just saying. Rinkus agreeing with the Unibobber. I'm saying right there's now. logic to it. Like, if, you're, if, you, if you get there, get there in one scenario where you're just sitting there <laughs> for no reason. Why are you doing that? Who should hold um, that power over you? I remember a time in high school where I was going home very late from a place, and I sat at a light and sat at it and sat at it, and it would not change. And yep. I was like, what is going on? And instead of running the light, I literally turned right. That's right. That's how you get around it. <laughs> you turned. <laughs> and went up to the next. <laughs> and went up to the light so that I could go straight. <laughs> There's no reason the for this. That's what I'm saying. Like, That's it just genius. infuriates me. So... Well, right. sometimes the reason to do that is because they have a camera that takes a picture of your license plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can fight so. that. I mean, you can fight that stuff for equipment malfunction and all that stuff. Like, the, the, you can get around some of that stuff. I'm just saying, it kind of sucks. I'll tell you one story about this that has nothing to do with it, really. But okay. we were uh, <laughs> driving in my dad's car going to a casino. I think I just told you this story. But anyway, for everybody else... <laughs> um, we were pulling up to an intersection. Uh, we had a stop sign. Um, we thought the other side also. We thought it was oh, a four-way yeah. stop. So my dad pulled up to the stop sign. Uh, whenever he stopped, his Mountain Dew fell on the floor. It was just a bottle, though, so everything was fine. But he was about to go, and he felt it hit his foot, so he put his foot back on the brake and right at about that time a car went about 70 miles an hour across the intersection and and that would have been us <laughs> just yeah. done just done saved done by so. mountain dew mountain dew saved my life so See, check that, out this oh go ahead i was gonna say that reminds me of the one scene that i always po- point out whenever 
you're bringing up this topic about stoplights is that scene in the Mexican when he's yeah. like in the middle of the desert and it's like a wide open road and you can see everything and he's at that red light and then he finally goes to like inch forward and go on the red light and this car huge truck zooms yeah. by. Like, it's a really good scene. It's, it's great because obviously it's not real. But. Yeah. So let's let's jump into the mountains. Let's talk about sharing food and uh, by all means getting away from society with this week's movie, Call of the Wild. Good segue. Boom! I did it. Um, also, I want to take one more moment before we talk about this movie. And maybe we just don't talk about this movie. We'll see what happens. <laughs> this, this, uh, this movie is very dog-centric. And I'm going to, though she will never hear this and never understand, wish my sweet baby Pipus uh, a happy 13th birthday. That's her Aww. wiener dog. She's getting, uh, she's getting old, but she doesn't act like it. Actually, I feel like she's more playful in the last couple of years than she has been. That's but that's mainly because she stopped being fat and yes. trimmed up and now she's killing it. So petite. And I think we're only what, like a month away until Daisy turns twelve. Um, yep, she's at the end of April, so yeah. about two months. So we got some old hounds. Yep. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. Let's do it. So this week we went and saw The Call of the Wild. We only did one movie because basically... <laughs> hey, uh, did we say what we saw in that whole... I don't no, even know. No, we did talk for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Keep going. So uh, this week, like I said, we, we went and saw The Call of the Wild. This is directed by Chris Sanders, uh, produced and uh, distributed by 20th Century Studios. Now, I don't know if this is the first movie that they've done, but in case anyone's uh, fooled, this is the Evil Empire. This is Disney's uh, shell company now, I guess, where they can do a little more risque things, not under the Disney logo. It's not Fox anymore. They bought Fox. Yeah, that's why Fox isn't in it, which is, it's still, it's just weird because it's the same logo and everything. It's just yes, the Fox. They just changed studios. But uh, stars, basically, we're just going to say it's Harrison Ford. There's a couple other people in this. Karen Gillan's in this. Bradley Woodford's in this, who's like one of your favorites from Godzilla. Um, no. Yeah. And then uh, outside of that, it's Aww. it's that and a very animated CGI dog. And uh, lots, lots of them. Not there are one. lots of them, but I didn't feel like the CGI was as bad on some of the others. I mean, it was still bad, but we'll yeah. we'll get to that in a second. Spoiler alert: Gordon didn't like the CGI. Yeah, no, we're, that's going to be a, <laughs> the main focus of my conversation as soon yeah. as we get past the the stats here. So, um, being that this is half real and half animated, you want to take a stab at the budget on it. And I actually am looking at the budget. In case our listeners haven't picked up for the last two episodes, <laughs> I have been misquoting the budgets by a lot. And no What's one has caught it, you? so you I all are that. terrible. Yes, I actually have been looking at box office instead of budget. <laughs> so all those movies were like, I don't know how they did this for this la- like small amount of money. It's because they didn't. Oh. That's so what I've they made. I've been getting way closer because I've been overestimating yeah, all of them. And he is not wrong on that. He, he's been <laughs> actually pretty close. Yeah. So I'm going to say $120 million. Very, very, very good. $125 to $150 million is for the how? estimated... Uh, budget. This ran about a hundred minutes, so credit time. We'll call it an hour and a half. I actually felt like this movie was longer than that, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, opening week, this has made thirty-two point six million. So it's uh, it's not tracking like as good as it probably wanted to be, but it's also doing much better than everything else has in twenty twenty so far. What, so really. Well, I mean, so, you know, that's not fair. That's not fair. Actually, Sonic, Sonic and uh, Bad Boys for Life have, have made like a late surge. So I don't know if it's that's just that we're getting nothing out. nothing else out. There really isn't. There's just, there's nothing to see. We're coming up on some stuff, but... Are we? I mean, I guess yeah. we are. We can, we can talk about that towards the end. Yes. So 
I uh, this movie is based on a book. It's based. It's loosely. Based it's on loosely a book. based on a book, which has had two to three movie adaptions, a couple of TV adaptions. I adaptations maybe is better yeah. than adaptions, but but I uh, I haven't read this in uh, twenty five years. Either. I read it a lot, uh, within three weeks. Yeah, so we're gonna fall back to you <laughs> on a lot of like that stuff. I, uh, is so why don't you break the, like how close is this to the book? It like, is nothing like the book. There we and, go. And um, that's fine. It couldn't be like the book because as soon as I remember reading the book whenever I was younger and thinking, okay, it's a book, whatever. Um, it's a dark book. Can it be not a can it can it be the book if it's not Disney? Um, it could it could be the book on like HBO. Okay, that's fair. Um, the and the only reason why, it, actually, I don't in these times, I don't think it could be a movie, just because um, we're known to be a little bit more sensitive now, uh, a little, especially when it comes to animal cruelty, which there was no getting around animal cruelty with these no. times. I mean, th- these are work dogs; nobody gives a crap about them. Um, I mean, that's a little harsh, but I mean, no, it's very true. I mean, this is, we're talking like turn of the century, 18 and 1900s. They're, um, obviously they should kind of show it in the, in this movie, but they don't go inside. They're not allowed inside. Uh, they sleep in holes in the snow and you drag them 30 miles or whatever yeah. it is a day in the freezing cold. So remind me of this. I remembered a lot about the book, but what I didn't remember is, does it actually start with that, that dog napping in the beginning of the movie is that is that in the book dog napping so no 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 no, it's not because i didn't remember that from the book um the book is he is with that mayor or whatever the heck it is yeah um the mayor sells him outright okay that's i kind of just remembered it not being as nefarious around that situation they they liked him there but they uh he he was big and he was screwing everything up all the time we just can't handle him anymore and we can get some money for him so why not sell him and they did it in the middle of the night, kind of like they did that, but they, they kidnapped him, and the only way that they could get him in there is by beating the crap out of him with the, with the, with the stick, stick, whatever yeah. they called it. Um, and that beating stick was throughout the entire thing, and the, he was beat, um, the other dogs were beat till they died, dogs were shot, dogs killed each other, yeah. dogs killed humans, like there was a lot of killing in the book. Yeah. That is nowhere in this. Well, I remember this book having sort of the same cultural impact that the, uh, I don't remember if it was called The Factory or something like that. That was the thing that started to expose the meat industry in America where it was like the workers' fingers are falling into the meat and mm-hmm. like all that. <laughs> like I remember this being, I think it was called The Factory or it was called something, something along those lines. But, um, but I just remember this having sort of that same cultural impact that it was like, good lord, we were monsters. And the sad thing about this, this and this book is, is old. God, we're we're getting preachy on this. This book is old. I think this book is from like the nineteen. What are you I talking mean, about then? What do you mean? Are you saying that this is a this is a culture shift? What do you? No, I'm just saying at the time that the book came out, not the movie. When the book came out, it was exposing a lot of the animal cruelty stuff. Like I think this had a light platform to start sort of that movement. I don't of know, not, man, because I feel like. We're in terms of work, uh, whatever animals, people are still a little bit like this. No, a little bit, but I'm just saying, I mean, and, and it's a slow progression. I mean, granted, okay, the 1980s, the adventures of Milo and Otis, they were still throwing cats off cliffs for like movie and purposes. Like, you could you can watch oh, that, yeah, I've, you, yeah, that's, and, and that's they didn't do it thing. once, they didn't get the shot right, so right. they did like four of them, but still, 
Like, I'm just saying that it has to start somewhere. And I think this opened the eyes to a lot of sort of that cruelty because you're, the book is a lot from the dog's perspective, right? I mean, it's one hundred percent. Yeah, so that gives sort of that look. Okay, here we go. The book is called The Jungle. The Jungle. That was what it was. By Upton Sinclair. That's the one. What is that? It's the one, one that ex- the yeah exposes oh, that you're basically gotcha. eating human fingers and the cruel conditions yes. that all that stuff. That's okay. But anyway, so we're. Uh, I don't want to talk about the book that much, though. No, I don't, we shouldn't. We we've Just, done it I justice. Mean, so let's yeah. go right into the movie. So I don't even know what to say about this because to me this. What I anticipated this being is not what this ended up being. What I anticipated this being was a light rendition of the book. And I don't, from my memory, 25 years ago, it didn't live up to what that was. It should have just been a standalone thing on its own almost. Um, yeah, it, it could have been called something slightly different and it have been fine. But honestly, this was just a, a kid's version of... Why make this then? Um, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. There's, okay. no, there's really no reason to. The the CGI a little bit ruined it in terms of just the visual appearance of it. The only reason that the CGI worked was because it, it kitted this thing down. I don't even know if that, that's not a phrase, but yeah. it made this appeal to a younger audience, and it stuck with that young audience, and it pulled every single... Um, sleight of hand thing that you can do like whenever you're going to beat the dog it goes to the shadow so that you don't yeah. actually see it beat the dog and so i have i have two things around this i actually want to fire right at you one is a theory and one is just a general comment to make and i, I think that general comment that i want to make is is this where like where does this fit today like I, that's what I, I i and i guess that's not a comment i guess that's more again a question it just it's so out of left field like this has no relevance in anything today it's a very odd thing to make which is and i'm not going to let you speak to that because that's that was more of a segue into the the second thing which i wanted to say which was do you think that this was a disney plus movie that someone said it might be a little too dark for Disney Plus, but we might be able to dark. release. I feel like that that's exactly what this thing was should have been designed for, but I feel like they just came out with Togo and that, yeah. and it didn't have the place for it Disney Plus at this time. And it could have been a thing where um uh, 21st century was already working on something like this and it just happened to be caught in the It's possible. It just it felt very not good from even a production standpoint. Like, we are in a day and age where CGI has come a long way. This felt like CGI eight years ago to me. This was like Airbud CGI. Airbud wasn't CGI. The dog like moved its like okay later no Air Buddies then. Oh maybe yeah. Airbud was no, he was just a normal dog that could yeah. play basketball. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, it just it it just it was. You know, when we saw the preview to this, I was like, this is this is not good CGI. You could tell it from the preview right out of the gate. Yeah. Like, this is very animated. But You're a right. lot of times in previews, you, you look at that and it's not the final product. It didn't get cleaned up much for the movie. Yeah. It's kind of like cats. <laughs> <laughs> this dog had genitalia, though. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> did it? I didn't see. Uh, it was the eyes, I think, honestly. Then the only reason why I think they struggled with it so much was just trying to get emotion out of a dog. Which you can pretty much do, but they were trying to get emotion that the dog didn't really need to have at all times. Well, it's like they, they're in that weird flux where it's like they're trying to make the dog more intelligent than a dog can be, but keep the dog's side no, of the that's dog. Not true. My dog's smarter than that dog. Your dog, dog still. Can, no, but your dog is not going to have. No, he's absolutely smarter than that dog. No, he's not. What do you mean he's not? <laughs> your dog is not going to have the wherewithal to suddenly lead a pack of other dogs and understand the hierarchy and the submission of like, 
the dogs choosing to have your dog go forward and all. Like it's not it's not a thing. Animals don't no. Uh, I don't Our know. Dog My dog's a herder. Like I feel see like he could do another dog steal a food and then take his food yes. to that dog. Your dog also wouldn't get food and come and share yeah. it with you. You don't know. Dogs that don't work like that either. Yeah. It's just not know. a thing. It's like that's a, that's the thing in this. It's a rarity. Very human aspects. To I mean, I. It humanized the dog I to its detriment. I didn't see this movie or read this book, so I don't know anything. But I don't mean speak to it. <laughs> but I was just going to say, like, you hear those stories about, like, the homeless men or whatever that have their dogs and they, like, share food legitimately and it goes both ways. Like, if the dog finds food, he'll bring it back for the person to, like, get Totally it up agree with you. That is a lifelong bond. That was not the case with this dog. This dog okay. met random Again, people throughout the entire story. thing. It just doesn't work that way. Don't yell. I'm not. I'm just saying it, it's it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, and it t- and, and it lost me. It lost me early on. I don't know how much you it could tell. No, it didn't lose me just because I I it was the way that this started out and with the way that they didn't make this a dark movie by somebody stealing him, but they somebody they stole him with like food and then they didn't hit him. So yeah. it was like, oh, this is just going to be a kids movie. Yeah. So I if just, you if you accept that. I don't want to accept this is, that. I don't is, want honestly. This is the same thing with this movie that I had with Doolittle. Once I accepted what this movie was, I could enjoy the movie for what it is. I think where I'm having a harder and harder time with this is I'm starting to take offense to movies like this from Hollywood because it's it is exactly what you said. It's like, well, everyone's feelings get really hurt sometimes, so let's make something. I don't think this is like that. I think don't this pull is, from the source material and then not make it the source material. That's fine. That's, this was geared towards a different audience. It than shouldn't that. be that. It shouldn't be though. That's been happening. It'd be like if I geared a porno from, to a, to a younger audience. Why? It's not here for that. Read the original it, it Cinderella be. that involves p- birds' eyes being pecked out and people being murdered and whatever. Like it turned into a kids' movie, so they. Made some of that stuff a little bit easier. Yeah, but like people's feet. No, man. I don't feel like you lose the message with Cinderella. You lose the message with this. What's the message with this then? I don't know. I didn't see it. I know. Belongs in the wild. Yeah. Yeah. But the wild doesn't even exist now. No. That dog wouldn't make it 15 minutes in the wild. That dog was part wolf to start with. um, Princesses who get. Magically into gowns and ride pumpkins. Shoot, tell that to Olivia Wilde. Hey, hold on, hold on. This dog, I'm, I could be wrong on this one, but I'm pretty sure this dog actually had part like wolf in him. And well, they didn't make. The, I mean, okay, sure, he had a spirit wolf. No, no, yes, he did have a spirit wolf in the. He didn't have that in the book. What I'm saying is, I think that this dog was a wild dog that just happened to get tamed, and I, he had tendencies that were. More wild. Here's why I'm going to say, are we talking the movie? Both. But okay, I'm the talking, book, I'm sure, talking I can the believe book. The movie. Look, man, what breed of dog was that? St. Bernard. That's not a wolf. I know, it, but it. I think that That'd that would be was like just saying, <laughs> Piper's going out to lead a pack of wolves. <laughs> it was not a full blood St. Bernard. I get it, man, but it's just, I don't, I don't buy into it. Um, it, it made sense in the book. I think that the movie's way to portray what the book portrayed was having the spirit wolf. Yeah, it absolutely and I, and was. And I don't mind the spirit wolf. I actually, that was the one part of it where I was like, okay, this is kind of kind of like cool. Sure, I get it. It's like his it guide cool. yeah. and his feeling pulling him in. Yeah. So I get that. What I don't understand is like, I don't get the purpose of this. Like the book to me, 
it was about that dog sort of finding. I, I didn't. I didn't well, feel like it was. The, it was also this too. Yeah, it was about following your instincts and and being where you belong. And just because you think you're at the place where you uh, think you belong doesn't mean you are. Like he thought he belonged pulling mail. He thought that that was his place was being the leader of a pack of a snow dog, uh, but it was not. It, his place was with the wolves out in yeah uh, having little wolf babies. <sighs> yeah, and that's where he truly belonged. Turd. I'm 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 not disagreeing with you. I just don't know how that message. What does that message translate to today's audience? You are very hung up on there being messages that have to be applicable to. <laughs> yeah, it's an entertaining like, you're, for that, kids. That's been that's like the, message. the last five movies. Uh, like, what's the? That's because I don't want to be spoon fed shit anymore. I want to see something. Like what? Like what? What do you want out of this? I don't know, man. <laughs> I can't tell you. Like, I want to walk like, away with a what's feeling the message of message from 1917 that applies to today. 1917 awesome. is different. 1917 is a commemorative story about the hardships of what those people went through. Hey, and come on, it's a period piece. You can't bump up this a period, is a period piece. piece. Sort of. See, it would have been if they did the gold rush. It would have been if they did the actual book. No, but man, they this didn't. is this is still a gold rush. It's still it still know, was man. the time. I, I don't see it that everything. way. Do we think that okay, so when I was younger and I was required to read a book in school, we then oftentimes would watch the movie. Yep. So do we think that they wanted to be able to start to put this into academics but didn't think that the actual book would be appropriate? Well they they couldn't um, you can't compare the two. Is this book banned? It's probably banned, isn't it? I don't think so. It's not that bad. I mean, it's like, you know, in the movie, uh, he defeats Spitz, which is the husky that was the leader, and Spitz gets sad, sad dog, and walks away into the snowstorm. Right. Um, in the book, he kills Spitz. Yeah, why shy away from that, though? Because it's not necessary now. Like he won, he. But is that's the leader my thing. Is like it shouldn't. We shouldn't be focusing on if it's necessary now saying. or not. I know, but it depends on the audience you're geared to. I mean, if this was on HBO and rated M, or I don't know how they do HBO rating. I don't but, know, how, and I think HBO just sticks with traditional. Movies, okay, so. and this is rated even PG thirteen. You could have those sort of things. You could have um, a a geared teenager that's like you know what, I can watch a dog kill another dog and I'll be fine. But if you show this to a seven-year-old and you're showing like, hey, there's a thing called an alpha dog, uh, you don't mess with the alpha dog. And they're like, you know, I want to mess with the alpha dog. No, because you get beat up. I get it. I guess, I, I guess. Do you guys think that they just picked the wrong audience? Like, do you th- which I do. I don't think they I did. do. I think, that, I think if you had to know what the heck you were going in to watch I, before you did it. I think, read the freaking description on the I, Cinemark I, app. I, I mean, I hear you, but I think if you pick up the source material, you don't go, yeah, I want to make this a PG movie. You could read that description. I agree with you on that. That's but all I'm saying. you could read the description of this movie and go, oh, this is not going to be like No, you can tell that from the trailer. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying well, if you know if you, what you're getting I'm into just, before you go see it. I feel like whether it's geared towards adults or children, in general, you're going to lose a huge chunk of your audience if people hear that they're if they go watch this movie, they're going to have to watch dogs being beaten by people and dogs being brutally killed in vicious dog Tell fights. that to any werewolf no. movie. 
It's not the same. That's not. That's a monster. That's a. That's, it feels that's the same. Viewed as a monster. These are like people. Yeah. People are not going to respond well to watching dogs being beaten and yep. dying. I mean, even Bonnie, because that's who went with us, right? I don't even remember. Yes. How. It was yeah. <laughs> we have a friend named Bonnie. <laughs> she was like, "I'm going to cry a lot in this movie," and I guarantee you, she didn't cry a lot in this. I movie. bet she didn't cry a single tear in this movie. I did. Well, get that was because nobody died. That's because they were too. They didn't have the balls to do that. Well, they did kill somebody, but they didn't kill a dog. Yeah. Speaking of somebody, That's Harrison Ford. Serious. How do we feel Harrison Ford did in this? He's fine. He, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. That's, I don't he played think. any generic old man that could have been. Yeah, so you could have swapped exactly him out interchangeable was. with anyone. It wasn't a very large role. No, it no, wasn't. It really but wasn't. That's, that's how the book was. I mean, he was I not a big part of it. The, um, I hate that I just said that. guy better. What? That ended up I agree with Tatum. What did you say? That I just said that I like the, like, it was like the compare the book to the movie thing. Oh, <laughs> I just, yeah, no, the, the sled owner was, I that. kind of wish he would have been in it longer. Yeah, he was, he was good. He was good. The male guy, right? Yeah. yeah. It was French, but I can't remember what his name was. It's probably like Jacques. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like there was a lot of movie and then they quickly was like, introduce Harrison Ford and then let's rush through the end of this movie. Yeah, it felt that way to me too. Um, I just, I don't know, man. How, so did, did this, to all of you guys, did this feel like an hour and a half? Yeah. It felt me. longer to me. It felt a little long to me. I was getting a little squirmy, and I thought you noticed that at one point. But I, I was did. very tired because we went at like 8. We did go at 8, like, 10. Yeah, it was late. But <laughs> I don't know, man. It felt slow. and It, it felt, was, but I don't, how do you make this movie I don't faster? know, I don't know. But I just know by the time he got to Harrison Ford, I was like, God, I feel like I've been here for a while, and I bet I have a long way. Yeah, to go. that was just the halfway point. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was it was fine. It's what it, exactly what it was. I don't know how. I don't know how. I just don't know how you do this movie. I just don't get it. I don't get it the way they did it. I just don't understand it. That's all. This might not be a very good point because I can't think of any of the examples that I want to think of. But don't you guys feel like? The same type of movie comes out all at once. Like there's like five yeah, movies yeah, yeah. all about well, the same Well, I think they do that. Topic. They do do that. They do that on purpose to compete with one another. But they all. The, the, my thing was is they end up oversaturating. What, was the, what was the one that this competed against? The Togo movie, like literally just came out. It's about. Oh, well, that's on Disney Plus. I know. Yeah, but, but I mean, still, but they like, do that. It's do like I it's watch like another the movie about dogs. What was it like the the Deep Impact and Armageddon, Armageddon that came out at the same time? Yeah, like Twister and after whatever, yeah, twenty twelve day after tomorrow. Yeah. Godzilla and Godzilla, Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, I don't know. I no, just Godzilla came out at the same time as the the Rock one. Rampage. Yeah, like big creatures and big creatures. Like I feel like that happens. I also feel like someone was doing time. cocaine when they pitched that. Movie. Rampage. It's like let's take Rampage, <laughs> which is a classic game. thing, and let's put the Rock game. in it. And let's give him no legs or whatever it was. It's like that was a different <laughs> that movie. Was that oh, that was the same one. Okay, never mind. But they came out at the same time. Let's give him no legs. <laughs> anyway, I don't know, man. Oh, my God. That was good. I don't know. I spent the majority of this movie just thinking about my dogs as we went through, though. Uh, because yeah. every scenario that they were they would get in, I'd be like, I wouldn't do that with my dog. Like what? Whenever he was like, yeah, just be back before dark. Yeah. Like, yeah. Zero <laughs> chance of sending my dog out in the wild like that. I'm just not. Especially in this day and age where, like, he wasn't going that far, and he was continuously meeting a bear. 
The dog was. <laughs> yeah. It's not like Harrison Ford didn't yeah. hear that bear. They're not quiet. He kills that bear in the book. The dog does? Yeah. I feel like I remembered that. That's and also... He goes savage there for a little bit. Yeah, they put it out of that, too. They just took the back seat, and they were like, let's make them kind of respective uh, frenemies. Stupid. That uh, was stupid. Oh. Ooh, Tatum hates microphones. <laughs> My favorite part of the entire movie was when they were looking for gold, and he's like, this is what you're looking for, and then he picks up a huge one, Oh yeah! and it isn't a small one, and he doesn't realize, and he drops it back in the water. That was so cute. That was, that was <laughs> yeah. cute. Here's my problem with that scene. So here we go. I don't I, have a problem with that That scene. water was clear as could be. Here's a board would have seen that a mile away. That is the dumbest, like... Like it was funny. It was I liked to, what Tatum said, dog, but good lord, that was like that water could <laughs> that have been more funny. clear. He picked up. He picked up like this, like a softball size, if not bigger, yeah. oh. gold nugget. And then, like, but like right before that, he picked up just a big rock because he thought that's what Harrison Ford was looking for, which is yeah. rocks, but it was actually gold. And so Harrison was like, "No, no, no, not that." So he dropped it and then picked up that one. Harrison was still kind of digging around. He's like, "Oh, must not be that either." And then picks up a little dinky, you know, yeah. less yeah. than a golf ball. And was like, "Yeah, that's it. Good job." I don't know. It's just like all I could think about through that whole scene is like they walk up to this creek. It's crystal clear. He pans a little bit. He gets like a sliver, and suddenly he's pulling nugs out of there like it's nothing. You would have seen those from a mile away, man. Like. You would have water. That would have been fun. Uh, yeah, I, that would a wild time back then. Maybe wild time dirty. back then. Have you done that? Pan for gold. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've panned. I've never gotten gold. We have. We did that. I can't remember where we did I it. Dug for you got a lot of mica. You have. Yeah. That's exciting. What'd you get? Are you sure that's not what you're talking? No, about? I've I've done that, and I have. I feel like it was actually in Arkansas, and I don't think we did that great. Well, they have like gym mines, and they have like. Gold panning and stuff like that, all in Carolina too. But you don't find yeah, anything. Maybe it was. I think it was like Lots family reunion, which would it could have been be in Kentucky. Carolina. Would probably be a lot. Kentucky has gold. They all that whole vein through the Blue Ridge does, I think, or used to. We have petrified wood. Might have been coal. Remember that guy that came to the garage sale and showed his petrified yeah. wood? That was weird. That's a random story. You want to go further than that? No, that was a mean. All right, that was a mean Tatum story. You guys, petrified wood in the garage. That's pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, okay. What was your favorite part of the movie? My favorite part of this movie? Good Lord. Uh, I'd say my favorite part was probably the dog sledding. I actually liked a lot of the dog sledding stuff. I actually liked the sequence of him learning how to dog sled. Yeah, like good. I liked that. I actually liked the old dog he was running beside. Aww. That was yes. the only CGI dog that I liked. The, did you like that he was trying to get him up after he just lost his first fight to Spitz? Yeah, well, I liked that he barking. didn't have an eye, yeah. and then they took him up front, and he's like, nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's like, no, I can't do this. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you a question? Sure. Because um, from the preview, so there's a scene in the preview when they're, um, they're like running on the dog sled or whatever, and it looks like there's an avalanche, and then he sees yep. some wolf, yep. Yep. and he goes that's over the, to that's the spirit, spirit wolf. It's basically uh, just guiding him. like. Okay, because it looked like he was like gunning for that. No, yeah. He was gunning for a, he's gunning for a, for a cave, cave that under protects the them. Which also, gotcha. uh, that whole scene going through the cave, mm-hmm. all I could think about was, good, there's so many icicles that are going to take out an eyeball here. Yeah, I thought That's that all too. I could think of. That's, and I don't know yeah. why, but I think they made them very prevalent in that scene. They did. They're very pointy. Um, and the what I thought was weird about that scene is whenever they got out of the cave, they were still running from the... Avalanche, yeah, and then all of a sudden they were back at the camp. Yeah, 
Like, there was no closure of, like, oh, they finally outran the storm or whatever. It, it also was, was a, a totally scene. unnecessary it a, move. It was a cut scene, all of, and they're back at the yeah. nice. back at the camp. Because basically all he did was run at the avalanche to run from the avalanche. It was, it was totally unnecessary. If he just turned left, things would probably have been a lot less wet. Maybe. He would have gone away, and there would have been no icicles all over you. Like it well, just that makes a lot more sense because watching the preview, I was like, I remember thinking, like, you have more important things to worry to about him? right now. Stop trying to fight this wolf. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's well, an avalanche behind what, you. <laughs> well, I mean, nobody else saw the wolf because it was his like mm. spirit wolf. But spirit everyone else is kind of like, what the heck what? are you doing? Jacob. Why are you running towards Jacob. the avalanche? See, so. gotcha. <laughs> anyway, so what was your favorite part? I don't know. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I got nothing. I mean, this this movie's totally unmemorable, too. Like, I, it's six months from now, none of this remains with me. Nothing. There's not a single thing I take from this and I hold on to. Yeah, this this wasn't a this wasn't a movie that uh, a lot of people are going to go say say that you should see. I'm actually shocked it's already made thirty million bucks. Uh, yeah, I am too. I don't think it's going to make its budget. There's, no. Is there, what else is out right now for kids to see? Couldn't tell you. Yep. So, yeah, least we favorite. We used to know these things. Yeah, we used to. Except um, there's just nothing out anymore. Least favorite? Oh, the the shadows. How they did those. They even did it during the, the fight with him and Spitz a little bit too. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's where they don't show what oh, actually happens. Oh, where they happens. pan away from the they they, pan They're away too from scared the to show violence. Show it. And it's not that they panned away from it, but it just kind of took away from the full impact of it yeah. that uh, you wanted to get whenever you're dealing with the, the emotions, when you're tugging at the heartstrings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with my least favorite part of this movie was the dogs. Because, you know, what used to be really sort of cool about movies like this and really intriguing about movies like this is that they had these trained dogs that they could get all this stuff done. And I feel like that's an art that's quickly going away and I get it. It's a lot easier to do CGI and all that, but sometimes the magic in making movies like this is that you can get an animal to act also. They did it in Togo. There's also the, um, constant risk of being accused of, mistreating the animals. No, there's totally exactly is. what happened in a dog's purpose. Right. Which is why I didn't see that movie. And it was I don't think it was really that. Um in the movie it wasn't because I don't know if they even used it. But it in Dog's Purpose they were trying to get a dog to go in some sort of water that he just didn't want to go in. And you shouldn't put a dog in water, especially if he doesn't want to go to it. But right. I feel like you could get a different German Shepherd that would like to go in water. Yeah. There's got to be some. There has to. <laughs> yeah. um, they're out there. There is. If they're be. cats that swim, there's definitely German Shepherds that swim. But I, I just I feel like the extent of that was a little bit brutal and overkill, and they could have easily found a workaround. And I think they could easily do that with any other movie. Yeah, I just I, I just I hate that we're becoming so. Sensitive that we're going to basically. I don't want to hurt any dogs. I don't want to hurt dogs either. And I'm not saying that. Have a voice to make a choice. Oh, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying we don't even want to go in the water, though. We don't even have the guts to see if there's one that does anymore. Yeah, they just were like, "Well, we know that that dog doesn't like water, so we'll just cut the movie." I mean, but so okay, this is kind of weird. I don't even know why, but comparing a dog actor to a pageant daughter like 
the mom is forcing the daughter to do pageants. The owner of the dog is forcing the dog to be an actor. Doesn't mean they like it. Should they should they force these animals? Should they force their right. daughter? Like And even if even if the daughter knowing. acts like she likes it, a lot of people still feel like you know, she doesn't really even have the ability to consent this to that. She doesn't adult. have so I could see where people would make the same argument about an animal yeah. that's being the same as like dog racing and yeah yeah that's my thing is it's a dog that becomes full of hypocrisy these are the same people that are going to be fine with seeing animals in some other capacity being show boated around outside of dirty hippies and everything else like if you're not going to be okay with circuses you can't be okay with animal actors if you're going to be okay with one you got to be okay with the other i don't I don't know if I, I... I think it depends. Like, you're never... I'm going to have a hard time believing that the dog that played Eddie on Frasier didn't have the best life ever. Yeah. His his sole purpose was right, just to walk out there. that's like... In a sitcom, this is... Like, you would have asked, no. wanted dogs to be out in the snow. Well, some dogs love that. But what I'm saying, you wouldn't have been able to do the mix of dogs. So I get that. Like, you're not going to okay. be able to get a whole bunch of mutts and stuff like that. I'm just saying there's portions of... These type movies, and I, and I probably should have said it wasn't specific to this, but that like the animal companionship or the animal acting, there was something cool about seeing animals that like to do that. Yeah. And that's going away. And that's if that's what it is, it's fine. It's just put the damn money in it so I don't have to look at a cartoon dog. <laughs> also, Unless that's what your goal is. Them like sleeping is in the snow. To you. Like buried into the snow. That was because that? that was how to get away from the wind. It's so sad. It is. It was it sad, is. but that's why they have fur. <laughs> <sighs> All right, go put on a fur coat and sleep in a hole in the snow. Yeah, Tell me right. about how great it feels. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, that part did remind us of TJ, though, because he tried to go into the tent and cuddle up with the owners, mm-hmm. and it was adorable, and the owner was like, nope, you're an outside dog, although we let TJ cuddle with yes, us. Yes, we do. But <laughs> yeah. lots, of, lots of things reminded me of my dog. Well, that's why I kind of wanted to talk dogs on this because a lot of it reminded me of my dogs too, but a lot of it reminded me of how like I'm not with my dogs more so than how I am with my dogs. Like a lot of this, whether that's the book or not, is was a companionship pitch from the trailer perspective and it very much bit. wasn't it was not. at all from the movie perspective. Correct. Oh, no. So I didn't get a lot of no. like companion feel from, from this movie, which, you know, like... I expected to walk away from this movie either being horrified or wanting to come home and hold my dog. And I got neither one of them off of this. It, he was he was seriously like, I'll feed you if you're around, but if you're not, enjoy your life. Yeah. That was the relationship. Oh. Yep. Interesting. But All right. I mean, the dog looked out for him. And when he died, he cuddled up to him and brought him the picture of his son. Like... There was some aspect of it, but not... Also, a dog, not going to understand the picture of your son. Right. So, what was the purpose of them being together? Like, what was the benefit? He he brought them... He brought that dog on an adventure, which basically just meant, let's get away from the town and people, and let's go out and see where no one has ever seen before, as in, they had not mapped the area. And that's just because he was antisocial? His son just died. So, I have... Oh, my God. You guys... Big problem with this movie also. And and this isn't universally true, but it's mostly true. So and they're in a map. So for everyone listening, because we're kind of just going all over the place, they're going to a place that's never been charted. Correct. And they're in a town. And if you're looking at the map, they're going to be heading northwest mm-hmm. off of the map. Yes. They get on a river flowing south. 
that has rapids for some, like, rivers don't go north with rapids like that. They don't. Okay. I believe you. (laughs) So. fundamentally wrong. Yeah. Sorry. That was a big, like, I was like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. They did kill more people. I just assumed that there was some river somewhere that leads to the ocean, and that's what they were doing. Yeah, but when you're, I mean, yes, but most of them are flowing still south and west or south and east, not not north. Okay. They also killed all of the dogs and nope. those rich people. Nope, yes. they didn't. Mm-mm. Nope. He said that we found them. Um, they they copped them out. Every single they, one of them. They, they cut didn't. them loose is what they, they said. Yeah, they cut them loose. They were even afraid to kill the dogs off screen. Yep. This movie had no balls. So were the people. Whenever I leaned over, I said all those. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the other two people in that group. We told you not to go on the ice. Supposed to die. All of them were supposed to die. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Let's get done with this. I'm done with this. I'm done with it. Okay, so you want to give us your ratings? Yeah, sure. Um, I am going to start doing something when we do this, which is where I'm going to do the. Uh, one sentence review, right? As if I was Rotten Tomatoes and my score. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Is it punny? No. Oh, okay. Um, do you want to go first, though, while I think of one? Because I, I didn't prepare at all. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were asking me to do a one sentence. No, no you can do I don't one have too. one. Okay. Um, Call of the Wild is a lighthearted uh, tale of a dog finding his place. Six. <laughs> Six. All right, Perfect. there we go. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Call of the Wild takes all of the uh, adventure and, uh, let's say, intrigue of the book and throws it to the wind and leaves you with a shell of nothing. You shouldn't compare it to the book. D. What is it? What is it compared to the movie? All right, no, that's stupid. You can't do that. You, I'm sorry if you're gonna if you're gonna pull the name and you're gonna take the premise on on the light rough of it uh, on the light detail of what the movie is and you don't follow it. I yeah, I think you have to be co- compared to the book. Okay, so do you want to guess the Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, I'm gonna say um, critics give this fifty five and make a comment about the fact that Harrison Ford's uh, performance is lackluster and forgettable. I'm gonna say audiences put it at seventy. I think both are at sixty. Okay, critics are sixty one. Hey, audience is eighty nine. Wow. That's impressive. And the critics' consensus, it's undermined by distracting and unnecessary CGI, but this heartwarming call of the wild remains a classic story, affectionately retold. Yeah, that's fair. I agree with them. Affectionately retold? It just felt like it had no soul to it. Made it more kid-friendly. Kids have had enough. They get the majority of the movies that come out now. Affectionately, I would say, is like told in a more loving and endearing way. I think that's where the movies are getting money, though. Well, they are. Because whenever you have to take a kid, you immediately get three people. I just, I, yeah, okay. I mean, I guess I could take somebody, but it's typically typically a family, and it's at least a minimum three, typically. That's, you know, that's saying something. Single parents exist, Luke. I know. Anyone have anything else they want to talk about before we end this? Um, um, you said is, you wanted to talk about what movies are coming out. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're sure. going to see Onward. We're going to Disney. see Quiet Place 2. Emma. Emma. We're going to see potentially some basketball movie. We'll see. I feel like there's a lot more. Oh, Trolls is coming out soon. There's a ton. Very excited we, for that We one. hit it here. So we, we alluded to this last episode that, that this episode was going to be a bit of a struggle. It's thick from here on out. 
Yeah, we'll be we'll like, be fine we'll, from here on. We'll home. be also we'll be fine. we we had a lot of things at the beginning of the year. We've said this already, I think three times now, um, that it kept us away from this. So we should be getting back to it. And then the only thing that might be a little bit concern is um, toe bones and her schedule. Yeah. Um, but I don't see that as being a problem. She's baby sleep a lot, right? I I'm mean, sure. That's how they she work. Might make a guest appearance. True. Baby sleep if you feed them enough. Yeah. That's what Angela says to Pam. All right, humans. You can find us uh, or hear us <laughs> on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Alexa. Look at this. I'm doing this without scripts. This is memorized now. I haven't done it. I haven't used a script one time. Yeah. Is we, there a script for this? No, I, I've stopped making scripts. Oh, okay. Anyway, we post, uh, well, we, we used to post December. on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us still there. Um, may not be anything since December, but it's still... No, we get, we did some cats postings. Um, oh, yeah, we did. But that's also probably going to come back at some point. Uh, send us some emails if you'd like. We, uh, we'd we love to... No, nah, I probably won't even answer. Let's be honest. We're, we'll look at them. And we'll, yeah, we'll look at them. We talk about it uh, behind the person's back, and then we never <laughs> respond. Yeah, that's true. So we're not even good uh, at that. We're pretty much awful at this. Uh, but feel free to reach out to us. Um, we'll have more of these coming two weeks from now. Uh, I think it'll be onward and something. And the email address is oh, dadgumenricus yeah. at gmail.com. And on Instagram, we're at dadgumenricus. And on Facebook, at dadgumenricusreview a movie. Yeah. They could have, nice. well, they could have looked up other episodes. I know. We're being apathetic. We need to be more energized. All right. Good night.